You're listening to Small Business Made Simple, a podcast for small business owners and entrepreneurs. Most of our interviews aren't with professional speakers and authors. The bulk of our interviews are with hardworking business owners that are out in the community building their businesses, leading their teams, and leaving a legacy. And they want to share what they've learned with you. My name is Sam Moss. I'm the owner of One Click Agency, a website design company for small businesses, and I'm also one of the co-hosts of this show. Our goal today is to help you stand out to your customers, beat your competition, and grow your business. I hope you enjoy the podcast. Hey, everybody, and welcome back to Small Business Made Simple. Uh, with me today, I have Jay Spock from Miami, Florida, a little bit different weather than we have going on right here right now, but he's the CEO of WearMap, and he's also the president of Agile and & Company, and um, really doing a good job, and he's going to be talking to us today about you know, how to ensure you have phenomenal customer experience through your entire company. I think that's really important. So, Jay, first and foremost, thanks for joining me, man. Thanks, Sam. Great to be here. Yeah. So spend a couple of minutes. Tell us about what you have going on. Uh, obviously, you're over a couple of companies, probably stay pretty busy. What do you guys do? So our first company, Agile & Co., uh, we help companies leverage uh, cloud software uh, for their backend uh, operations. And uh, we were doing that for a couple of years. And then we started uh, doing it for a few clients that were in the warehousing space. And we brought them onto these uh, large platforms such as NetSuite, I'll give them a shout out, they're great. Uh, but a lot of companies don't wanna to subscribe to huge you know, companies that have a lot of different features that a lot of times they don't need and it's very expensive. Um, and then there's not a lot of great software out there on the smaller end. Uh, some of them are out of the box, a lot of that out of box stuff that are more affordable. Uh, they just are very outdated or they have very few features, so it doesn't really work either way. And we see with a lot of clients, they onboard it, they'll spend all that money, and uh, then they don't even end up using it because mm -hmm. it just doesn't work for them. Uh, so we figured that it would be a great space to come in there and add real value to a lot of clients. We learned a lot about their pain points. We're going to be addressing a lot of them. We're also, we're, our main thing is to be able to make it a lot of fun for the warehouse workers because if the CEO and the managers and the owners are all excited about it, and then they onboard it, and then they find out three months later that the reason why it's not working is because nobody in the company actually enjoys using it because just they're used to being on Instagram and Facebook, Google, and a lot of other cool platforms. And uh, then they're logging in every day and trying to use a system that was really designed to work in the 90s or the 80s. Uh, and that's a huge part of why yeah. it doesn't end up working. So we're gonna make a extremely cool user interface, a lot of cool features besides the, the key points that help, you know, from receiving all the way to shipping and customer service. Uh, we're gonna do, we're gonna implement games we find that from a lot of warehouse managers, they want to have competitive uh, things between the different teams and the warehouses. Uh, it's going to be really exciting, and we're we're really looking forward to it. That's really cool, man. Uh, now, a topic I'm I enjoy, I'm passionate about is customer experience. I think it's such a creative thing to talk about, and uh, a lot of businesses just aren't leveraging it. Um, businesses, companies, um, and that's what we're going to talk about. And basically just ensuring that you have phenomenal customer experience through your entire company. And uh, the first point that you have here, Jay, is always put the customer emotions first. And I'm sure that people have heard always put the customer first. But what does it mean to put their emotions first? Yeah, that's great. Um, what I find the difference between the customer first and the emotions first is that customer first is simply they come in and they said they're not happy about X, Y, and Z. And you say, OK, great. You know, you could be upset, you could be happy, and you could say, you know, here's your damn refund back and never call me again. 
Um, you know, obviously I'm being a little bit extreme on that, but customer emotion first would be is a lot of times you notice this in companies that are really great. I don't know, I'm in Miami, you're in uh, New York, but there's a company in Chicago where my brother lives and he has a construction company. And we were talking about this company called Menards. It does exactly what Home Depot does. There's no difference on Depot Lowe's, but you go there and he loves it. He buys everything there and you come in there and you notice the difference. And the difference is they smile and greet you when you walk in. Every time you ask them to show you where something is, they walk you to the location. If you're seen befuddled by, uh, you know, what product exactly do you need? If you need this type of pipe for the plumbing or that, even though you're an expert, they'll walk you there, they'll explain it, or they'll find someone to help you explain it. That means looking out for the motions. And that's in construction related uh, and warehouse goods. But when it comes to hotels, when it comes to Starbucks, Starbucks, everybody, that's a classic example mm -hmm. that a lot of studies are based on. But it really is, you come in there and everybody there is quirky, so you automatically fit in. Because uh, if everybody else is different, right, doesn't matter what you are, uh, what color your hair is or anything else, you automatically feel like you belong. And it's just, it's a warm, friendly environment. That means caring about the motion. Yeah, Starbucks could just say, if you don't like your Starbucks coffee or whatever we made for you, we'll give you a refund and we'll care about it and we'll keep it clean. Uh, but they make sure the emotions are taken care of as well. And that's what I find is a little different that you find with companies that succeed long-term where they really focus on customer emotions and they help their employees implement those pra uh, practices. Mm -hmm. And you know, what I've gathered from what you're really saying um, that people might not catch is catering to emotions is essentially free, right? Exactly. That's the beauty of it. Yeah. Yeah. So the second point you have here is have brand consistency. Um, anywhere your brand is expect the same for your product and service. Um, can you expound on that for us? Yeah, sure. So I travel a lot. I spent, uh, I think, over 180 days in 2019 in hotel rooms. And I could say most of them, 90-something percent of them, were at Hilton properties. Um, I spent a few other and others, but Hilton, I know, every single time I go there, and the same thing with Marriott. Uh, I just have a better reward system with Hilton, so I give them a little bit more uh, patronage. But every time you go to a Hilton property, like a Hampton Inn, or you go to Marriott, you know where you're expecting. It could be the same exact, I could be in... Austin, Texas, I could be in uh, you know, San Francisco, I could be in San Diego, I could be in Chicago, be in New York. It's gonna be 99% the same. Mm -hmm. I know the bed is gonna be comfortable, I know it's gonna be clean, I know I'm gonna be greeted with a smile. So, and whenever it doesn't happen, it's usually the exception. Versus other brands I'm not gonna mention, every single time you go there, <laughs> and it's gonna be better brands or more expensive, uh -huh. every single time you show, it's a completely different experience. You know, one time, because it's the operator, they leave it up to the operator. So the operator and the employees are great in one. They're like, wow, this is such a cool hotel. I didn't realize that they were that great. And then you go check in at the same exact brand in another city, and it's the complete opposite. That's what it means. And I mean, Starbucks, again, I hate to keep bringing them up, but they're really the poster child of a lot of these practices of where every Starbucks you go into is exactly the same. And even big chain, to talk about McDonald's and Wendy's, it's not really true. When you go in there, now they're extremely successful, and they try to aim for that. But a lot of times they, they fall short. So it's not just about being every big say, oh, every big brand does that. It's not really true. The ones that really make a big impact that are able to charge a lot more than what they're providing is often the result of having a very big focus on consistency. Mm -hmm. So what happens if a business doesn't have multiple locations? How can we have the brand consistency with you know one location or one shop, one business? What is it? 
Yeah, so that's a great question. I think the answer to that is, and I'm open to hearing what you think, um, is really providing that every single time the customer interacts with your, hmm. whether it's a website or whether it's a soup store or whether it's anything, even a retail shop, you can make sure that every single time that they interact with your uh, store or service, it's very, very similar. And the way to do that is because a lot of times you have different employees or different hours, um, but you can ensure that you have a system in place and you're very strict on that. And you make sure that every single time, whether they come in at six o'clock at night or they come in at 7 a.m. in the morning, whether they come in on a Sunday or whether they come in on a Thursday, whether they shop this product or that product, every time they come to your website, it's a very positive experience. Every single time they call with a question, it's a great experience. Every single time they call for a refund, the same exact experience. 97%, you could probably reach for 99% would be amazing. But even 90 or 85% is great. Um, the biggest issue you have a lot of times with companies where they're dealing, especially retail uh, places or even call centers, they say, well, I'm dealing with a lot of temps. Right? I'm training them in. How do I? Well, the real way to get that is if you get great managers that are not running away from you every single time, you know, changing over and there's not a lot of uh, transient uh, behavior going on, then what you could have is that they implement it and they say, hey, do X, Y, and Z every single time this comes up. Or go back to the motion. Think about what are they really asking? Uh, and that a lot of times could help even one location or one website really provide uh, the customer um, the consistency that customers would appreciate and make and it kind of put a bookmark in their head that every single time I go to this shop, every single time I go to this website, I'm going to get the same exact experience. I'm going to have to make a decision. Mm -hmm. And I like what you're saying about the website. Some businesses, they're 100% online and it's just important to have that consistent um experience every single time, right? Exactly, exactly. Here at OneClick, we know that at the end of the day, you just want to be a successful business owner. And in order to do that, you need a website that looks amazing and gets results. The problem is you don't know where to start when it comes to building a website, which makes you feel overwhelmed every time you try to begin the process on your own. We believe you should never feel overwhelmed about building a website. We understand what it feels like not knowing where to start, which is why we can handle the work for you. Here's how it works. Step one, visit oneclickagency.com to get a quote. Step two, let us build you a professional website. And step three, your business will stand out online without you lifting a finger. Visit oneclickagency.com today so you can stop feeling overwhelmed about your website and instead get a professional to build one that stands out from your competition and gets you results. Uh, the third point you have here is have internal standards about, you know, for example, this is how we do things here. And this goes back to what you're talking about. Have good managers that, you know, they implement it, even if you have a bunch of temps, how can we do that better and really instill that in our team to have that list? I guess, obviously the first thing would be have, you know, the standards that you want and spell them out, but how do we instill, uh, instill that into our team? So that, that would be really it is if you could come up with, think about the overview, I'd say start out from the top. So let's say Starbucks again, or even a hotel, or even a website. You say in this, let's say if you use e-commerce, but I don't want to keep going back to Starbucks. Right now. <laughs> but let's say a website. So let's say you sell, uh, you know, products for new mothers, right? Um, you can make it that every single time you train your employees that every single time someone chats on the website, every single time someone calls with a question, 
when they ask, um, you know, I'm a, I'm a new parent and I have a three month old and I need X, Y, and Z, um, don't just give them an answer and help them find the product. Ask them these three questions. These three questions will help you gain a little bit more insight and also give the caller the feeling that you're really caring about what their emotional needs are. Because when you need a crib or something, there's a lot more that's going into it. A lot of these customers are also very confused, a little bit scared, they're not really sure what to do. And when you ask these three questions, it's gonna help uh, guide the conversation mm-hmm. to where they're gonna feel that they're being taken care of, their emotions are being heard, and it's gonna make them feel a lot better about the experience. Um, so it's not just giving an answer. So that's where really managers and owners could come up with different, think about it, okay, what is our goal? What are we trying to give this customer? It's an electronic you know, a website that sells electronics. A lot of our callers, if they're calling us, a lot of times they don't know what to get. It's the first time getting an iPhone. It's the first time getting a laptop. Let me ask them these three questions, these two questions. Let me guide them to this. You know, So you create those different systems where it's a lot more than just every single time someone asks you, what's a good laptop? You say, oh, go to this section of our website and or what are you looking to spend, which is very, it's a very basic question. Because a lot of times someone in their mind, if they're thinking, hey, I could spend $200 on a laptop, they might spend $1,000 on a laptop once you hear what the real needs are, what their real concerns are. If it's someone that says, well, you know, I need it for this, or I'm concerned because the last time I used a laptop five years ago, it never really did X, Y, and Z. Now you're hearing a lot more. So you could satisfy those. They felt heard. They feel heard. They feel that their, their needs are being answered. And a lot of times they'll say, oh, wow, I didn't realize that's really going to help what I need, I'm willing to spend a thousand when I thought I was going to spend 200. Mm-hmm. How many systems and, you know, internal standards, for example, let's go back. Let's say a business has no customer experience structure and they're just kind of flying by the seat of their pants. What would be a good place for them to start uh, without overwhelming their team, their managers, whoever it is, how many systems would you recommend putting in place? You know, start with a couple, start with all of them and just make drill them in. What do you, what's your wisdom on that? I think the best way is making it as simple as possible. Everything in life is always implemented if it's as simple as possible, as few steps as possible. So a lot of times if you can just implement, either give it to the managers and say, your team needs to implement. I wanna see three questions every single time a new caller calls. Every single time there's a return, they ask these three questions first. They do X, Y, and Z. Or our policy is we do X, Y, it's make it as simple as possible steps and then just give it to the managers. If there's no manager, let's say it's a small business and they have two employees. Just give them, have a Google Drive sheet. Say, hey, read this over. If you have any questions, let me know, or let's review it together on your onboarding. So that could even work with temps because you're saying this is what our, we want every single time someone comes to our website, the first thing we care about is not just making the sale, is to, we want to hear what are they really asking when they're looking to purchase? What needs are they looking to fulfill? And then from there, this is how we believe we're going to get there. And then on top of that, I would always, say, hey, you're there in the front line speaking to the people, you're dealing with the returns. What do you guys think? You know, you have your weekly or monthly meetings and then you implement those. But I would say, going back to your question, as simple as possible, as few pointers that they would need to remember. Because a lot of times you see, I see this at a lot of, uh, you see it at you know a lot of retail stores and especially the big box place, let's say Best Buy, you'll see right next to the checkout thing, there's a whole sheet of 30 different things they need to, you know, smile, remember this. And I think that's the wrong approach because you're yeah. giving them, they're, they're not, they're not really interested in, you know, mm-hmm. they're busy. They're getting called to 20 different tasks. The manager just scream at them. They'll be a robot. Else. They'll be a robot at that right. point too. Right. 
Yeah, and they're looking at it and it says, I see, and it says a big word, smile. Remember the customer really <laughs> play. And that doesn't really help. Like, it, they're in a bad mood. They just got scream at. They're going through personal issues. Telling them to smile and, to, and the customer's always right is not really. I think a better thing would be is, A, I think the paper being there is, is not such a good thing because it doesn't make them feel so good. But if they train them on, these are the three key pointers to always remember when you're interacting with a customer. These are the two things. This is the one thing. Whatever it is, make it very simple. Let them memorize it and then ask for their feedback and they'll probably implement it a lot more. It's very cool. So the last and final point you have here, and when I say it, some business owners, entrepreneurs, they might get really scared, but it's give ownership to every employee. So what are we giving them ownership to do? I guess is my question. <laughs> so, I mean, ownership, not that what they should do, give them ownership of the company. And it's very scary really? for a lot of employees. Uh, yeah, it's, it's very scary for a lot of companies, but if you look at the companies, there's a, there's a supermarket in Florida. I think they're based out of Atlanta, Georgia, called Publix. And there, anybody that comes down here knows it's such a big difference. It's not a Whole Foods level, but it's that standard. I don't know, in the Northeast, you have Shopart and Pathmark, I believe. Every state kind of has their own- uh, Something a little different, yeah. Their own version. Mm -hmm. But Publix is ran completely different. You just, you feel it from the time you come in there. And there, every employee, even their temps, gets some stock. They're very- Oh, seriously? Yeah, every employee gets stock. I think wow. you don't, I don't think there's a waiting period because they believe, and the CEO talks about this, you could you know, look up YouTube stuff that where he's talking, uh, giving speeches on this topic and interviews. And he believes that if you have ownership of something, you automatically take care of it. Mm -hmm. And that's such a true point. I mean, if you're, I don't care about my hotel room as much as I care about my apartment. It's just human nature. You could be the best, most wonderful person in the world, the most responsible. If you don't feel you have ownership, if you don't have a stake in it, when the customer comes, you're going to act a little different. If there's garbage on the floor, you're going to walk by it. Um, you don't feel that you're invested. And I think that's so important. To, and we see this with all the tech companies uh, that they really give ownership. And we see it with a lot of different companies. But like that supermarket, I think any large organization in the beginning could be a little bit tricky because, um, you know, and especially even bigger companies, if you need someone to do something very simple, mm -hmm. if I need someone to come and clean up my retails, you know, even that supermarket, let's say they need someone to clean up every night. Like I said, we don't have to give ownership because it's very simple, right? It's a simple task. I need it done. Um, but we're, it's something where you feel that there's a little, especially when it comes to customer interactions, uh, or high level decisions. I think if you give them even something of ownership and you give them less pay, and that really goes on to the next point of if someone doesn't want that, um, you know, I've been involved in startups. I'm working on this startup now. And I was talking to an individual I was trying to get him on board on a high level. Uh, and he wanted a retainer versus ownership. And I said, well, if I want to hire an, an expert, I can go to any company. I'm talking yeah. to you because I thought, you know, I thought he wanted to come on board as one of the key members of the team. That's a, that's a turnoff to me. That shows me a red flag that they don't really care about the company. They're just looking for a paycheck. And if you're looking for a paycheck, there's a lot of places to go. And yeah. I probably can't even pay what you want But at this point. But if you, someone's willing to take, and this isn't a larger organization, I see with so many, I mean, when I dealt with that, that company, they're doing over $100 million a year. And that's such a high turnover rate. And I speak to the employees and they're so miserable. And a lot of it is because they're not, they don't feel invested. And if you don't feel invested in a company, if you feel that the management doesn't care and the number one way to care, show that you care is to give ownership. And also because that's a long-term investment. Hey, you work with me for the next 20, 30 years, you're going to be able to retire happy. And that's a big thing. Um, besides the part where it makes them a lot more invested in the day-to-day -day task. You know, I have been to Florida multiple times, you know, the South, been into so many publics and it's different. It's really different, a lot different than you'd find, you know, up here in the Northeast. 
I always wondered what it was. Um, I guess that really explains it. I never knew that. That's so interesting. Yeah. <laughs> well, Jay, thank you so much for joining me uh, on the podcast today. I, especially that last point there, um, that just blew my mind that they do that for every single employee, you know, even down to the temps. That's, that's crazy to think about, but it's so cool how they do that. Um, can you just close out by sharing where we can find out more about you, um, whether it's online, LinkedIn, website, YouTube, what you got, where can we find you? Uh, LinkedIn is a great place to find me. That's LinkedIn and Jay Spock, J-A-Y-S-P-O-K. I love connecting with folks over there, meeting new people. Uh, if you need uh, web services or cloud technology transformation of your company, uh, that's agileco.dev, A-G-I-L-E-C-O dot D-E-V. And then uh, the new company that we're working on now, uh, you can currently access it by L-E-K-L-E-K-A.com. Uh, and then we're transitioning into a platform, which would probably be called, we're still debating it, but it's 99% there. It would be Wearmap, W-A-R-E-M-A-P.com, like warehouse map, Wearmap.com. Well, Jay, thank you so much, man. It's been good having you on the show. Thank you so much. It was great talking to you. Looking forward to this. Looking forward to continuing the conversation on Sunday. I hope you enjoyed this episode of Small Business Made Simple. If you learned something insightful, actionable, or useful that you're excited to implement in your business, please leave us a review and subscribe to the podcast. Not only are you helping other future listeners find the show, you're giving them an opportunity to learn something valuable they can implement as well. Thanks as always for listening to the Small Business Made Simple podcast, where we believe in providing you with the tools you need to stand out to your customers, beat your competition, and grow your business.